Welcome to the Inner Ray Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss how relationships are the most meaningful part of life. Join us every week to hear inspiring stories of people living through their inner ray. We invite you to find the radiant, authentic energy that lives inside you to make your life and relationships easier. And welcome to this week's episode of the In Array podcast. My name is Erin, and I will be your host for today. Today's episode is going to be on the topic of showing up imperfectly. And it is a perfect topic for this podcast because last week I was in Utah on vacation and I had all of these grand plans of how I was going to use this downtime to dig deep and plan creatively. Uh, Katie and I had all this time set aside to record some podcast episodes. And when I got to Utah, I realized pretty quickly that the cabin I was staying in had little to no cell phone service and very inconsistent Wi-Fi. So when I realized that recording a podcast episode would be near impossible with Katie, I then went to plan two. And I had two friends who are both phenomenal humans. My friend Ellie, she has been a coach. She's very motivational. She's totally a healer. And I was going to interview her. So we recorded a podcast episode. Then I had a friend of mine named Amy who was in town and she is a phenomenal LCSW, a therapist. She and I met in a psychodrama training group. So we recorded a whole episode on what is psychodrama. I came home from my trip and Sunday I was going through the content to start to edit one of them to create the episode for you guys this week. And there was so much ambient noise because in this cabin, there was this beautiful river stream literally right outside the cabin. And we had the windows open because the weather was gorgeous. And turns out the background noise of the stream, plus the lack of proper recording equipment made the podcast episodes almost inaudible. So here I am Sunday night. I usually edit the podcast and have it ready to go for Tuesday morning. And I had no podcast (laughs) episodes. And also Katie and I's schedules were not overlapping. So I thought to myself, How do I show up consistently for this audience the way that I would like to, that would feel good for me without being overly controlling? So I decided instead that I would try to record my very first solo podcast and talk about exactly what this process was like for me. When I was outlining what I wanted to talk about, one thing that kept coming up was this idea of perfectionism as control and curation as protection. When I think about where the traits of perfectionism started, it definitely goes back to childhood. The environment that I grew up in was not the most grounded, consistent, or stable. And being the oldest child and already having some type A traits in my personality, I pretty quickly became the person who was always monitoring for safety, monitoring for success, monitoring for a positive outcome, making sure that everybody in the environment was going to get their needs met, the things were going to go smoothly. 
in preschool, they called me granny (laughs) because I was often letting people know, hey, you need to tie your shoes or don't run so fast in the hallway or it's cold outside. You might get a chill, maybe get a sweater. And so this need to be perfect as a way to control is very deeply embedded in me. So when I thought about how do I show up for connection with the podcast, with the audience, while not being perfect. And so here we are with me trying to record my very first solo podcast, which you may not be able to tell. I'm very nervous. So bear with me. While I was trying to research and think about what I wanted to share with you guys, my mind traveled back to an experience I had in 2015. I went to this workshop program. It was at a place called Onsite. It was the Living Centered Program. And at the time, I was in what I ended up calling an avoidant crisis. And if you're not sure what that means, Basically, what I'm talking about is I had learned enough about the relational dynamics that were dysfunctional for me to know what I didn't want to do anymore. So I knew what not to do, but I had yet learned what to do. I was in this kind of purgatory where nobody had taught me how to connect and how to relate healthy. All I knew was the way I had been doing it wasn't working. So often I would choose disconnection if I couldn't achieve perfection. So I went to this program and specifically the experience I want to share was with something called equine therapy. If you're not familiar with equine, it's an experiential therapy that involves interacting with a horse and usually the facilitator who's a therapist typically or a coach will give you some kind of activity as related to the horse, something really simple. We're not talking about like horseback riding here, like leading the horse around um, the arena or something like that. And at the time I had some fear of horses. So everybody in my group was going before me and I was the last to go and I was really nervous. And I got into the ring and I had watched everybody go before me because of course, I wanted to do it perfectly. There was this activity, there were some cones and you were supposed to weave the horse in and out of these cones or something like that. And what I really remember focusing on was like, okay, how do I get the horse to go in and out of these cones so that nobody knows that I'm terrified of horses and that I don't know what I'm doing. And I just had this like fixation on doing the activity correctly. So I went into the arena with the horse and I was about to start and I noticed that a couple of the cones had been knocked over. So I walked over, I like walked away from the horse and I went and I picked up the cones and then I turned around and the horse had run away from me. It was over on like the other side of the arena and it was agitated. And I turned to the therapist and I said, how am I supposed to do this activity when the horse doesn't want to connect with me? Like I was really embarrassed. And she smiled and she said, what I saw and what I think maybe your peers saw was that in your effort to make things perfect, you disconnected 
from the horse first. And I just remember that kind of hitting me in a way that I had never thought about before, that my efforts to do the right thing, quote unquote, be perfect, show up, perform, be curated, that in my effort to do those things that I was actually choosing perfection over connection, that maybe if I had just connected with the horse and led the horse through the exercise, even if the cones were knocked over, that was more of the point of the exercise than simply doing it perfectly and and looking good on paper. One of the participants, a man named Jamie, he gave me at the end of this week-long workshop, a book called The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. I'm going to read you a section from this book because in this book was this idea of connection over perfection or showing up imperfectly. And when I went to go look this up, there was this beautiful passage and I realized it resonates so much still today, all these years later with my theory on how to have meaningful relationships. So here we go. From The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. Choosing authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Exercising the compassion that comes from knowing that we are all made of strength and struggle, and nurturing the connection and sense of belonging that can only happen when we believe we are enough. Authenticity demands wholehearted living and loving, even when it's hard, even when we're wrestling with the shame and fear of not being good enough, and especially when the joy is so intense that we're afraid to let ourselves feel it. Mindfully practicing authenticity during our most soul-searching struggles is how we invite grace, joy, and gratitude into our lives. So, What's really cool about this whole journey of thinking I was going to record these episodes to recording two episodes and then having them not be a high quality enough recording that I could share them with you guys to me brainstorming about this topic and then going and finding this book and reading that passage is that this journey is all bridged through understanding and broadcasting your inner radiant authentic energy and Brene Brown has always been someone whose work I've really resonated with and so I wanted to take a moment and share some of her work with you and also some of the lessons that just even recording this episode has taught me. So to wrap up today if you are somebody who struggles to show up imperfectly If you're someone who chooses perfection, control, curation over messy authenticity, I hope that you got something out of this. Um, That experience of me wanting to control the cones and having the horse disconnect was so powerful. So I hope the story had an impact on you. And thanks, you guys, for listening to my very first messy, authentic solo podcast. Maybe I will do this again. Maybe I will never do it again. I do not know. But 
please tune in next week. We'll be back to Katie and I recording together, which always goes much more smoothly. And I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Bye. Thank you for listening. Our mission is to empower people to live their most radiant, authentic lives. If this sounds exciting to you, join our community by subscribing to our podcast, joining our email newsletter, following us on social media, or sending us a message to find out more. We would love to hear from you. See you next week.